Welcome to Origin Gates podcast, Wisdom's Echo. I'm Mel Neven Hayes, and it is a joy for me to be with you today. Well, I need to say that this last week has been a absolute roller coaster or whirlwind, as I have said to others. It's just been absolutely crazy. Um, from our son getting a vicious tummy bug to myself, my husband, and my daughter getting food poisoning. Um, it was just horrible. <laughs> Never in my life has our whole family been so sick at the same time. And you know, moms and dads, when you're sick and your kids are sick, you have to put your own sickness aside to help your own kids get through it. And so it is, it has been a very interesting week, but praise God, we're all good and healed and well and healthy again. But unfortunately for our son, he he really got hit so bad by this tummy flu that we ended up having to take him to hospital because he was dehydrated. And uh, we ended up having to sleep two nights in the hospital, me and my son, while he got a drip and they got his hydration levels back up. And he was able to just get the meds he needed um, so that we could go home and he could be well. And, um, you know, it's never fun having to do such things, but we have to do what we need to do in order to walk in divine healing. And it was just something we needed to do for him. So there I was in hospital with my son. um, And uh, when you're in that place in a hospital, it's very interesting. You know, there's a lot of beeping, there's a lot of nurses, there's a lot of prodding and a lot of poking and a lot of medicine and a just it's not it's not comfortable it's not a holiday retreat <laughs> um but while I'm there I was sharing a room with another mom and her daughter and uh just down the corridor there was another a uh, few families that were there with their children as well and many of them had the same tummy bug and it was just so fascinating for me to see how people respond to hard situations and how they um, endure. And I saw with one of the parents, they just, they would reach their limit of endurance very quickly. And this is in no way, um, talking negatively about how they handled the situation. It was just fascinating for me to observe, um, how people handle different hard situations. And I began to see that, a lot of people, including myself, we reach a limit where we just cannot endure anymore. Some reach that quicker than others. And I think it's all depending on, on who you are and your lifestyle and your personality and all the, the factors that make you who you are, right? But we all get to a point where our endurance is tested or our faith is tested And when we get to that place of running low on endurance, where you just can't go anymore, you you are done, you are over it, you're wanting to move on and move up and just everything must be okay now, right? So when you get to that place of I'm done, but you yet haven't seen the finish line, that is when you have to put the gear into that extra bit of endurance, that, that extra bit of faith and hope to get you through. And I began to see how some parents just really couldn't and 
and they were really losing, as we would say here in South Africa, they were losing the plot. <laughs> um, they just, they were just freaking out and you know, as moms, you're talking and stuff, and they were just like, I don't know, we're going to be here forever, I don't know what's wrong with her, she doesn't want to take her medicine, she just wants to live here, um, I don't know if the doctors know what they're doing, you know, and all of a sudden, it's everyone else's fault, and, and, and the whole situation is much worse than it actually is, why? Because endurance has been lost, the power of endurance has come to an end in that person's life, now, here's the key with endurance, is that it may run low, but not because endurance runs out. It may run low because we have stopped pursuing it. Now, I say this because I've, I experienced it in my own life. While I was there in the hospital, on the first night, my son was very calm because he was really weak and he needed the meds. And so he wasn't running around and climbing the walls. Okay, it was easy. <laughs> But then by the next afternoon, he was feeling very energetic and very much alive because he had received the meds he needed. He had received the hydration he needed and he was ready to play and ready to run. The thing is with a two-year-old boy who has a drip in his arm, running around is very limited. It's literally next to the bed that he is sleeping on and that is it. He can be on the bed and off the bed. And so that was very interesting. And I remember just he got so excited and he was so full of life. And I'm exhausted because I did not sleep well that night. And I was, you know, very worried about him and, and making sure his drip doesn't get tangled while he's sleeping and I'm trying to sleep. And anyway, so I am just coming to this place of I can feel my endurance is is waning. And my son is excited and he is just jumping around, but he keeps wanting to go. He wants to go play. He wants to go home. He wants to go to daddy. He just wants to go. And I am just, I can feel myself starting to freak out. I can feel the stress rising up within me and I want to just go, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I just wanted to explode. Like I'm done. I'm exhausted. I want to go home. Oh my gosh, you know, I really wanted to go home, but we had to stay one more night and I could feel this frustration building up within me. And then I just thought, wow, hold on. I had a, a, a check with myself, soul. I had a check in with my soul. And I said, soul, you need to endure. You cannot freak out right now. And in that moment, I engaged with the endurance and I turned my face to Yahweh and away from the frustration that I was feeling and I stepped into peace and I held on to hope and I allowed the power of endurance to carry me through. Now that means that I had endurance. My son was still jumping everywhere, running around, getting caught up with his drip, um, saying hello to everybody, telling everyone he wants to go home. He was still a live wire because now he had been sick for a few days and hadn't done much running around in that time. So he had a lot of catching up to do. Um, and so the me engaging with endurance didn't change how my son was handling the moment, but it changed how I was responding to it. And I think that's very key. Like Maria says, 
I think I just said something. So listen and, and engage with that. Endurance doesn't change the situation. It changes how we respond to that situation. So it was a very interesting moment for me to see, wow, okay, I love learning lessons in a moment. You know, when you go, hang on, I think I just learned something or I have an opportunity to learn something right now. And um, I must say, I felt very proud of myself <laughs> because I really, I was at a moment of breaking. Um, and, and so I was just so like, okay, Yahweh, I see the key here. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are my comfort, that you help me to, to grow and to mature and to learn in these moments. So this moment just reminded me of a scripture in James 1 verse 3 to 4. Don't you love James? James just says it as it is, and there's lots to learn from James. And says here from the Passion Translation, For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up in you the power of endurance. And then as, you in, as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. Isn't that amazing? Uh, all right, I'm going to read it again, okay? So, for you know that when your faith is tested, how many of you like having your faith tested? And I can pretty much say many of you are not raising your hand right now. But when our faith is tested, it stirs up in us the power of endurance. We will not know how to endure further or how our endurance can grow stronger unless our faith is being tested. Unless we're finding ourselves in hard places that is building us up to grow. Remember, we always have a choice. We have a choice to endure or we can have a choice to freak out and let the circumstances swallow us up. Okay? Back to the scripture says, and then as your endurance grows even stronger, because endurance can grow, what then? It will release perfection or holiness into every part of your being until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. We need to endure. We need to learn how to endure. We need to learn the process of endurance. We need to allow endurance to grow in us so that we can get to a place of having endurance release perfection into every part of our being. Maybe perfection can be holiness. Maybe even we can interpret it as maturity. It will release maturity into every part of our being until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking because we are growing. But again, we have to understand that it is a choice. It is a choice we need to make. It is not something given to us. It is a choice we make. So how did I do this? I turned my face to Yahweh. I turned it away from my feelings of frustration. And I turned my face to Yahweh. I want to encourage you then. Is to engage with him. Don't just look at him and go, well, now what? Right? Let's engage with him in that moment and allow Holy Spirit to comfort us. Step through the veil of Yeshua and engage with Yahweh because we can then find ourselves hidden in him. Which brings me to Psalm 91 verse 1 to 2. 
in the Passion says, when you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, or when you dwell under his shadow, under the wings of his, the shadow of his wings, you are then hidden in the strength of God Most High. He is the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. Scripture puts it out there for us when we turn our face to Him and we find ourselves hidden under His wings, when we abide under His shadow, when we turn to him in a time of the testing of our faith and the time that is hard and and we're feeling frustrated we're feeling that our endurance is waning when we turn to him it says here in the scriptures that when we are hidden in the strength of god most high he is our strength he is the hope that holds me the stronghold that shelters me the only God for me, my great confidence. So I want to just break the one word down here for you, abide, or in the New King James, it says um, dwell. Now this word dwell is the Hebrew word, please excuse my Hebrew, <laughs> I'm trying here, is yeshav. And this is a yod shin bait. Yod being hand or overshadowing, shin, to lay hold of and not let go, bait, house or dwelling place. So then dwell could mean this, to lay hold of or position myself in the house of Yahweh and not let go of his hand or his overshadowing. So when you are in a place where you can feel your endurance is running low, where you're wanting to give in to the circumstances around you, you're wanting, your emotions are wanting to scream out. Remember to turn your face to Yahweh, to find yourself hidden under His shadow. And when you are there, when you are dwelling there, remember to lay hold of and position yourself in the house of Yahweh. And don't let go of His hand. Don't let go of Him. For he is your confidence. He is your hope. He is your strength. And you will get through it. I did. Which means you can too. Yahweh is so good. And even though last week was completely thrown upside down. I can still look back and see his goodness in it. And I am so Glad to say that in the trials and the tasting of my faith, I was able to find my strength in Him. I was able to step into the power of endurance. And so I want to leave that with you today. Endure and allow endurance to bring perfection into every part of your being. Bless you guys.